Thanks for hanging in there. Greatly appreciated. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. Okay. In 1978, what happened to Veterans Day? Well, I'll tell you backwards. Okay. <laughs> Although originally what we were just talking about, yeah, this uh, celebration, you know, Veterans Day was supposed to be on uh, November 11th of every year. Mm-hmm. Started in 1971 in accordance with the Uni- Uniform Monday Holiday Act. Veterans Day was moved to the fourth Monday of October. Okay. Oh. But in 1978, yeah. guess what? It was moved back to the original <laughs> celebration on November 11th. All right. So there you go. Yeah. No, And then ways to say thank you to the vet, veterans. Uh, it says how to say thank you. Thank you for your service. Thank you for stepping up when others took a step back. Mm. Thank you for de- delaying your personal plans so you could serve our country. And thank you for uh, sacrificing so much, like being away from your family, your friends, so that you could keep them all and all us and the rest of us safe from harm. And thank you for all you've done for what you continue to do. We are all safer because of your actions. And also, never forget. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I just don't, I mean, so many, and with all the crap that's happening in the world right. nowadays, you know, we yep. just need to remember there's a lot of people out there. That's sacrificing yes. a lot mm-hmm. that we need to, they need to hear good thoughts. And you know, one thing I'm, I'm a flag nut. I've got, so is my aunt. <laughs> yeah. And so I've got, um, um, four flags that I have lit with these floodlights, solar floodlights, you know? Okay. But anyway, and so, uh, but the big thing, and if you go in my school, you think it's flag day. <laughs> anyway, I think people are kind of taking a bath. They expect to see lots of pictures of dogs. Right. I got lots of flags up oh, there. Oh, nice. Well, which is good. But you know yeah. what? It, one thing that really I wish everybody would do, and I, I and the only time I saw that when 9-11, when 9/11 hit, uh, you couldn't find a flag. I mean, flags were sold out. Everybody sure. was putting flags all mm-hmm. over the place. How, pr- how they're proud to right. be an American, okay? Yeah. Well, then just as anything, as time goes by, all of a sudden, you know, uh, then I, I every business, as far as I'm concerned, should have a flag flying. Every business. I don't care if you're a hoagie shop <laughs> <laughs> or if you're Medtronics. You better have a good flag, okay? And I, it would, what to me, if I was a veteran, if I drove as you go, you know, driving through the cities or whatever, if every house had a flag of sorts, it doesn't have to be a great big huge flag, right? Just a flag of sorts or on their mailbox or, you know, and then the flag should be on it. There's not, you know, it's supposed to be, if you flag them at, fly them at night, they're supposed to be lit. They're not supposed to be in the dark. I don't know if you know that. Oh, I did not. Yeah. But anyway, and so that's why, like I said, I, I just, I wish more people would step up to the plate because we're going through so much crap that we really, really need to show, you know, the people that are doing this, some of them are going on their third, their fourth, mm, you know, yeah. uh, tours because there's nobody else to step up. And, and, and so I just, I just feel my heart. I just, just love it. Like if they're coming home from the, from the airport that man, as they're passing by, you know, apartment complex, everybody's got their flags flying proud. Mm. You know, that would, I, that would be my wish is that, but like I said, I'm a little flag, flag hoarder. <laughs> <laughs> and so in fact, I, you know, when, the, when they get start getting kind of tattered in that, sure. Uh, the, uh, my friend is a, a member of the vets camp up on Marina St. Croix. And every year they do a flag burning ceremony. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I have been, you know, keeping these flags. <laughs> and then, then you got to remember where you put them. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So as I was cleaning it out, I found out, I mean, I had a stack oh, wow. of flags that needed to, to be honored. And so yeah. I brought him down to him. He looked at me. He says, my Lord. I said, I know I'm a little bit of a flag hoarder. <laughs> but I said, I, there's worse things. I'm proud of that. So, hey, if you got a question, give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. And who's up? next 
We have Patty, and she heard your uh, comment about dog shedding. Yes. So she has a question about that. All right. Hi, Patty. How you Hi. doing? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. Good. good. Yeah, I I have a corgi. Okay. And she's two years old. Mm-hmm. And I feed her Nutrisource. Good. And awesome. I also mix it, unfortunately, with Little Caesars Wet. <laughs> okay. And we do that. Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> my daughter came home um, from, she lives in another state, and she just because, she eats when she wants to. She's not one where once you put food in front of her, she will sit there and eat it. Okay. She eats when she wants to. She gets fed twice a day. Okay. And if she eats it, she eats it. And if she doesn't, she doesn't. She's not overweight, which is odd for a corgi. Yeah. But um, she's very good weight-wise. Good. But my daughter got her hooked on this little Caesar of wet. Yep. And I don't know how to kind of get her off that either. Just don't give it. It's 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 basically, it's it's all sugar. You know, it's all fillers yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Stuff that they don't. It's like having, um, you know, uh, a lollipop with your dinner, you know, or Oreo cookies with yeah. your dinner. <laughs> now, when you okay. say he doesn't eat it, do you give a set, do you put feed down, uh, you know, the food down, and then um, the, if she walks away, do you leave the bowl there? Yeah. Okay, don't do that. What you're going to do don't is, do if you, you know, give her her food, okay, without the okay. other stuff. <laughs> and then uh, and then if she walks away, just pick the bowl up, uh, cover it. Because as the air, you know, air is the biggest uh, darnation to all dry food. Even though it doesn't, doesn't, you can't see it happening, it's going rancid, it's going stale. The minute you open that ba- the bag and oxygen is getting to it, it's making that bag, uh, that food go bad. And that's why, uh, that's why you always want to buy small bags so you can get through it faster. Yep. And then burp yep. the air out of the bag and then you know clip it shut don't put yep. it into any, any bins or anything you want to burp that air out of there and so what you okay. just want to do is just put the food down and then uh and if she walks away pick the food you know pick it back you know give her you know leave it there for like you know five ten minutes or whatever and if she doesn't want it then just pick it up cover it put it away and don't give any treats during the day <laughs> because what okay. happens is that you start filling them up it's like us eating you know grazing all day when dinner comes we're not well it's not that exciting because you're not really hungry you know unless it's shrimp okay. or maybe a town spaghetti oh then i can stuff that in there but anyway so don't be if you're going to give treats of any kind it's going to be veggies all kinds okay uh like green peas green beans cauliflower broccoli whatever and so, and okay. then just a little pieces here and there, especially like with a corgi because they're low riders, you know, same with a doxy, anything that's short and low and long, you have to be painstakingly, you know, uh, uh, diligent about their weight because otherwise between them jumping on and off the couch and the bed, all of a sudden they're going to, you know, you're going to wind up with spinal problems and you, yeah. and, and now it's all done. All right. So that's why it too. Um, so that's why, like I said, just as far as that, if you want, if you want to give treats, Give her a little bit of raw hamburger. Give her a little bit of scrambled eggs. You know what I mean? Do stuff that's good for her for the extras instead of that. All right? And so okay. uh, that would be the best for her. And then, like I said, but just give set feeding times. And then, like I said, because usually dogs that are finicky, like they, when you put the food down and they look at it and they'll walk away, they're kind of like, well, whatever, I'm not hungry. I'll wait till the better stuff comes out. <laughs> okay. And so, but okay. then when you create that, the, and then by putting a little bit of warm, uh, see, I don't feed dry food dry. 
I put my, my the rations in the bowl, and then I put hot tap water on it till it all floats really nice. Put it aside. Wait till all the water's gone and is absorbed into the food. I fluff the food with a fork and make sure it's all soft. Add my supplements, and now I feed it. And what that does is because dogs eat according to smellability. If it smells cool, they're on it. Because dogs don't have taste buds like we do, okay? They got 700 taste buds. We have 9,000 taste buds, all right? Okay. And so that's why, So, they, but if it smells intriguing, now they smell, um, I forget what the ratio now is. I think it's, they smell 100,000 times better than us and where we only smell oh. like 5,000, you know. So smellability isn't huge in our, the taste is. It's flipped side on the dog. So if it's intriguing to smell and when you rehydrate the food like that, it's healthier for them. They can, you know, digest it better, break it down easier, absorb it better. And then also what happens is that it smells cool. You know, that's what, how else do you explain a dog eating 10 day old roll? kill that's been sitting in the sun for 10 days you know that yeah. Yeah, because it smells intriguing <laughs> it's rotten <laughs> but anyway and if their digestive system is in good shape they can eat that and never skip a beat that's the neat thing so do you do any okay. kind of rotation diet at all I do. Oh, yeah. good, good, yeah. good. I switch flavors with okay. her. Okay. And you should incorporate some, you know, freeze-dried, some dehydrated, you know, along with the Nutrisource regular and stuff like that. Uh, like I say, I, the Nutrisource, my dogs love the beef and rice, you know, you know they have right out now. And uh, yeah. So, yeah, so like I said, by, by doing that and then storing it properly so it doesn't get stale, you know, your dog will stay on top of it. Okay. So just give okay. it a shot and see how it goes from there. Okay. Okay. okay any other questions? And then- and then, yeah, and then as far as her shedding, oh, she okay. sheds like crazy. Okay, yep. Then you need to bump up her omega-3s and 6s. Okay? And bump so up. So I need... I need to give her an. You got to give her fish oil. Yeah, you got to either give her fish oil. You can do it in the pump form, or you can do it in the capsule form, or not capsule, but okay. your gel caps, you know, type thing. Or you could do plankton. Okay. I use psychoplankton. It's kind of expensive, but it's you know you don't use much of it because I can eat it too. And okay. then, uh, so that's what you, and when the furnace comes on to when the furnace goes off, you want at least five days a week. And if you want to do seven, that's great. Some dogs take more, just like in human world, okay? Some dogs take more. And so then you just have to bump it up to where the coat is nice and soft. There is no shedding and all is right with the world, okay? Plankton, five days a week. Yep. So you can right? do this psychoplankton. Okay. You can do uh, krill oil. You can do sardine oil. You can do salmon oil in, in, in rotation. Okay. okay, so we're looking for uh, things now that have high uh, hemp do- hemp oil is good in omega threes and sixes. All right, hemp oil. Okay. Okay, and then um, there is uh, uh, let's see, springtimeinc.com has a oil that's really cool. It's got nine different oils in it, and it has the uh, three sixes and nines in it, and it's not a fish oil. It's like a nut oil, and a lot of dogs do good on that too. And what was that called? That was uh, it's called it's uh, well it's just called their coat formula okay. and it's from springtimeinc.com okay springtimeinc.com and it's yeah it's like a nut oil they don't use fish and so it doesn't have to be refrigerated and a lot of dogs do okay. really good on that too okay so just bump up those omegas and you know you did it you got it to the right portion where the coat is super super shiny super soft and it's they're not shedding okay okay and then rotate that food all right okay okay and then i can Stop giving her the little Caesars. Yeah, please do that. Yeah, start doing it, you know, like scrambled eggs or green peas, green beans, cauliflower. Do do better things, all right? Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Good luck. Keep me posted. Okay. Yeah, I will. Okay. Thank you so much. You bet. Bye bye. All righty then. Okay, we're going to get back. Uh, How many uh, military veterans in the United States? How many are there? We'll be back. We're doing Christmas music pretty soon, huh? 
<laughs> Very soon, I'm sure. I'm sure. Wait till, you know, well, somebody passed something on Facebook and you got Santa, you know, um, like with the finger to the, you know, his lips like, okay, <laughs> let's get the turkey done yeah, first. Yes. And we'll move on to me. Right. You know, so we still have Thanksgiving. You know, well, heck, when you started seeing uh, Christmas stuff, one of the big box stores prior to Halloween. Right, exactly. Halloween was on one side and Christmas was on the mm-hmm. other. And I'm like, okay, in the middle, I don't see Thanksgiving. Right, so, I know. Crazy. Okay, there. how many military veterans in the U.S.? Okay, now this is four years old. I try to find current stats. Okay. And, you know, my... Well, many, 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 many. My looking up ability <laughs> is, is, is left to be desired, I'll tell you. And so, I just got so overwhelmed. So it's like, okay, fine. Because I know, you know, in four years, there's a lot more sure, veterans. Sure, you know, definitely. Kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so this is as of 2014, okay? There was 19.3 million military veterans. Wow. 19.3 million. 1.6 million were female. Female. Uh, uh, yeah, 11.4% were African American. 78.9% were non Hispanic white. 76.1% was Hispanic. 9.4 million were 65 and older. And 1.7 million were younger than 35. Mm. So that was in 2004. Sure. So like I said, or 2014, was, right? 14. Yeah. yeah. 14. Yep. And so we know that, you know, there's, it's a lot more than that. But right. like I said, it's just people, we got to, yeah, we got to step up. We got to step up to the plate. We got to help out. We got to do our due diligence. We got to quit fighting with each other and just work together. I, you know, my theory on, you know, I'm, you know, the East is flooding <laughs> and Southeast is flooding. Okay, then we got the West burning, mm-hmm. and then we got all these like uh, horrific, you know, tornadoes and such like bad right. storms in the middle. And you know, uh, I'm a religious person, but you know, I'm not a nut. But you know what I mean? I believe in God, and and I just I, I stop and think that you know I think God's ticked um, because of the way we're handling sure. ourselves. <laughs> and the thing is, is that I think that. You know, he will get us to work together one way or the other. Because in adversity and diversity, and when there when things go wrong, you can't help but put away your yes. prejudices, and you just roll up your sleeves and you just help each other. That's I truly believe, and I really believe there's more good than there is bad. Yeah, but we have to un- keep thinking that. Unfortunately, the bad girl gets all the press. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure in all these catastrophic mm-hmm. stuff that's happening, that if you would go in there, you'd see just people that working together. Sure. You know, oh yeah. You know, yeah, it it just is, is, and so like I said, we just got we got to believe, and it, it can work out, and we'll we'll all, we'll all be fine. Okay, got a question? Give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. Who's up next? Well, speaking of working together, we have Barb, and right. she's wondering about her cat dog relationship. The dog was there first. Ah, here we go. Hi, Barb. How you doing? Hi, Katie. I'm doing good. Good. What kind of pupper do you have? We have Stella. She's an eight year old black lab mix. Okay. And my daughter moved home about two months ago with a young cat. Okay. How old? Oh, the cat might be year and a half. Okay. Year and a half. Okay. And um so the introductions didn't go well. We followed your instructions mm-hmm. as far as uh putting scents on things and then, you know, tying a bandana on Stella, that kind of stuff. And the the cat is upstairs. And so I've got a baby gate on my steps. And so the cat has the run of the upstairs. Stella has the run of the downstairs. And when my daughter comes home, Stella goes bonkers. 
just, I mean, she... You mean like barking and wiggling and, uh, well, 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 you're home, you're home? Well, like she just, like she, if she could absorb into my daughter, she would. Okay, okay, yeah. And um, when she's not home, I can pretty much tell Stella, hey, go lay down. Otherwise, she sits at the bottom of the steps and just stares. For, upstairs for the cat? <laughs> right. Okay. And they have had a couple encounters, and Stella has, like, pinned her against a corner of a room. Ooh, and, okay. You know. Okay. There are many dogs that you dogs and cats are not going to get along. That's just the way it is. Uh, there's some dogs that tolerate cats and some that say, you know what, you're mine. And so there, and you did, there is no uh, other than short, if you want the cat to be, you know, free in the house, as far as when you're home, then the dog's got to be on a leash and hooked to somebody. So you've got control of the situation and then you, and you, you reiterate your, your word, leave it. The minute she looks towards the cat, ah, leave it, leave it. Okay. So she, so she learns to kind of like avoid, but usually why most dogs are into cats is because they move fast. Number one, and dogs with high prey drives, you know, that like to chase squirrels and chipmunks. Right. Those are usually ones that don't get along well with cats because they're just waiting for that cat to move and they're waiting to be on it in two seconds. All right. right. And so that's why, like I say, the, uh, the, uh, the only thing you can do is you create that separate thing. I would never trust them alone. Never. You know, when somebody, when you leave that house, the cat and dog better never meet because it ain't going to be pretty. And so that's why, you know, you should either keep the cat in a certain room when people are gone um, or, you know, a dog in a kennel. You know, you've got to control the situation. Has Stella okay. ever been, has Stella ever been uh, crated at all? No. Okay. Okay. No. So then that's what you're going to have to do with the cat. Because like I say, it just sounds like Stella's got a high prey drive. And so now does she, is she a squirrel chaser? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, well, if, if Stella's gotten a little heavy, then she probably likes to watch him instead of chase him. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, what? She's doing okay with oh, good. that. But, oh, good. So I'm I'm trying to just redirect her from not sitting there and staring and obsessing. Mm-hmm. And she's got like a little bed under under the dining room table. And so I've been telling her in. Okay. Because that's what... My, command I have for her to get into the back of the vehicle. Oh, okay. So okay. she's been going and laying under the, you good, know, good. under the dining room table on her pillow. Good. Yeah. And so I'm thinking maybe that would just help in not ha- allowing her to just sit there and stare. That is, yeah. Step. No, that's very good. But when the cat is uh, visible, that ain't going to work. Okay, yeah. when, that, when that cat, you know, comes in, that dog's out from underneath that thing. But that is good of you. Yeah, don't let her just sit there and stare up and just wait. Because then that's called obsessive compulsive behavior. <laughs> right. Well, I have been doing that with the cat. When she sees the cat, though, I just say, uh-uh, come on in. Uh-huh. And get her to lay under the dining room table. Very good. She can still see her. Okay. But she's not sitting in a pose staring up the right. steps at her. Right, right. Yeah, because it would be just good if you can get her to totally disengage from the do- the cat. You know, ah, ah, leave it, leave it, ah, and then redirect her out of something else. Where's your ball? Where's you want to go outside? You know, get her on to something else instead of letting her just, you know, stare and just will that cat to get closer. Right, right. <laughs> you know, but then, like I said, there's many dogs. I've There is two dogs in my uh, time. Um, I brought home uh, to see how they got along with cats because I there was where I got them from. There was no cats. Nice dogs, God, they were nice. Boy, the minute they saw that cats, uh, the, the ears went up. The stares started like move, I dare you. 
You know, and, and they usually when you get that, there's no way of getting the two worlds to blend. The dog, that dog is so obsessive, just like a dog that's obsessive over uh, balls or whatever. You know, it's that chase, it's that prey drive, drive that's right. more into uh, higher in others, and and that's just the way it is. And so that's so why you go ahead. You're kind. If I get you right, it's kind of like we're doing all we can, and we might not expect any sort of miracles beyond this. Correct. Yep, okay. correct. Because like I said, the majority, when they get to that, if that dog is waiting for the cat, you know, like you say, sitting there and staring up, yeah, that's not a good thing. Because <laughs> most yeah. dogs shouldn't react until they actually see the cat. But the one that is, you know, waiting and waiting and wait, that one sure. there is a little bit of obsessive, just waiting for that cat to move so he can be on it. And right. like you said, if it's already been pinned at the poor cat, you know, <laughs> and you're lucky that nothing bad happened, that was good. Does the cat have its claws? Yes. Good. 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 I'm glad so about that. So we should just probably try to continue to keep them apart. Yes. And then, like I say, if you want to bring the cat into, like, let's say you're sitting watching TV, okay, bring the cat down, okay, and put uh, Stella on a leash. And if Stella tries to look at the cat, ah, bump the leash. Hey, wrong. Leave it. Ah, ah leave it. Yeah. Okay. And so that she learns to look to you and doesn't sit and stare at that cat being held. <laughs> right. So well, it's they're, recon- both, they're re- both great animals. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really are. It's yeah. just. And you want everybody to get along, but sometimes, you know, it's just like a two-legged kid. Sometimes, you know, we have uh, extra kids and that they don't all get along. <laughs> yeah, and so that's we, true. And we just kind of learn to work with the situation and go from there. Right. And so the, the more, and how long has this been going on? How long have these? Two? Uh, we've had the little cat here for about two months two now. Two months, yeah. And so that's why it's still kind of new. Hopefully over time, maybe Stella won't be so as uh, compulsive about it. Right. You know, that she will just move on to other things. This is something totally new. But you know, I mean, I've tried to make sure that when I take Stella, then the cat can come down and kind of get her scent all over down here. Yep. No, I would still do the bandana, you know, rub it all over the cat okay. and put it put it on, on Stella so that she just gets used to smelling that cat. And yeah. that bandana was just, you know, part of her outfit for, for quite a while here. Okay. And you can even rub the cat down and put... Uh, I put it in Stella's bed, you know, so that Stella is really smelling that cat. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you think any, like a home visit from you would help at all? Or no, do you think? Uh-uh, no, that doesn't help because it's just figuring out the personality of what you're working with. Yeah. That, you know, and so you, you've got the tools of what to do and what not to do. And so now you just got to, you know, it, you know, do it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Boy, it's a pain going over those. Oh baby yeah, gates on a step when you're sixty. Oh 60. yeah, but see now, see personally, see the baby gates. Well, I had I got the swinging ones that hook. Okay, uh-huh. because I'm not stepping over. I'm not killing myself. And sure. so the thing is, though, is that I, you want to teach Stella to back, you know, or away. That when you go to open that, uh-uh, back, and then you know, just kind of brush your hand backwards. And right. so you want her to learn to back up, so you can open it, you know, and she doesn't try to squeeze past you to get yeah. upstairs. And then you can rehook the gate because that's a that's going to be a thing of time. Is that you're going to fall over that, and then now you got a, be, a hospital bill because you broke your leg or your arm. Yeah, over so, those. Yeah, so I would teach her you get the ones that swing and then they lock you know instead of do they work on spindles on a stairway uh yeah well see they do as mine is it you, you anchor it to the wall and then it swings okay and it extends out you know okay. and, and then it just a minute hold on you want to hold on a sec so we, we got to run to a break okay hold on we'll discuss the gate situation oh sure okay okay let's see how many um percent of all living vets uh, serve in vietnam war and we'll be right back. All right. 
Alrighty then. Thanks for sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to uh, all the shows on mytalk1071.com is podcast. You can get my podcast. Go to mytalk1071.com. Go to the Katie Canine show page and you can see, you can listen to all my past shows or if there's information in this show that you're, as you were driving, you couldn't write down. You can get it off the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. And then also there's a link to my uh, 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 obedience, Katie Canine Obedience School website and then also my Katie Canine on Facebook. So, you know, check that out because on my Facebook page, I'm always uh, posting really good articles from uh, that out there that you pet owners really need to know. Okay, let's see what I was going to say. Okay, 35% of all living veterans served during the Vietnam War. Mm. Isn't that something? Yeah. 35%. And then here's one more dog that was uh, a veteran. Okay. Okay, Nemo. Nemo oh. was another German Shepherd who served in Vietnam. He took his orders from Airman Second Class Bob Thornburg. He and his handler were both struck by enemy fire, but Nemo still attacked, giving his handler some time to reinforce to call for reinforcements before falling unconscious. Nemo then guarded the unconscious airman and refused to leave his side or anyone to allow to touch Thornburg. Fellow airmen had to call a veterinarian <laughs> to remove Nemo so they could take Thornburg for medical care. Both of them recovered further from their w- w- wounds. Oh my gosh, that's unbelievable. That's something? Yeah, that was Nemo. Nemo. That's pretty good. Like I said, people just don't realize how many dogs there are that are. Yeah, I didn't. You know, canine officers or whatever type of thing. Okay, we're talking to, hey, you've got a question. Give a holler, 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Okay, back to Barb. Okay, Barb, you were there? I sure am, Katie. Okay. And so now, okay, I just had a blame fruff. What were we talking about? Uh, the cat, the dog, and then what else? Before we went to, oh, the gate. There we go. Okay. There's a gate that, um, what I got, I, where did I get mine? I can't remember if I got it at Wally World or Menards or whatever. But anyway, so it attaches to the wall and then it, it, it has, a, you know, it slides out. You know what I mean? So you can make it as wide or as short as you want. Okay. And then on the other wall is like an eye hook. Okay. And okay. so then this, this goes across and you hook it into the eye hook. You understand what I'm saying? And uh-huh. so, yeah. And so I got so tired of squeezing the lever, you know, to hook it in there that I just duct taped it. So all I had to do is just pick the gate up and just set it into the eye hook <laughs> is what oh, I do. Oh, okay. Okay. So this okay. way here, I just pick up the gate. It swings open. I go through. I put it back down into the eye hook. All right. And uh-huh. so then that way there, now I'm, I'm not climbing over any doggone gates. Now, Zelda did learn that if I just push the gate in on the other side of the air hook, or uh, air hook, the eye hook, okay, Zelda has learned to use her nose to slide the gate to the right and open oh, it. Uh, oh, yeah, no kidding. I just, I just I, I, that just happened, oh, about a month ago. We've had this gate system for, I don't know, maybe a year, two years since the grandkids. Because what they would like to do is stand at the top of the stairs and, and Zelda would run up and they'd put their head like over the gate up there and, you know, and she'd, they'd be right in Zelda's face. Sure. And so it's like, no, 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 this isn't going to work. So I put a gate at the top and a gate at the bottom so that, you know, that, so you know, that's a pain in the butt. But, the, but, but like I said, these gates swing open and close, you know, so that I'm not stepping over anything. So that's what you might want to try is, is that. And like I said, I got them at the big box store. I don't, like I said, I can't remember which big box store it was, if it was Wally World or Menards or whatever type thing. But you can, I'm okay. sure you can find them online too. Is that, that they're extendable, you know, so they, they, they just go. So, you, you know, I mean, so they, whether you've got a wide door that you've got to fit or just a narrow door, you know, it works really cool. And then and teach so, her, um, and you're going to teach Stella 
to back up. You know, like, okay, I put her on a leash and now yeah. you're going to open up the door. And then if she's right there, okay, just let go of the gate and just walk towards her and tell her back, back. And as soon as she backs up and gets out of your way to say thank you, start going towards the gate again. Okay, sure. you, you touch the gate, here she comes. Ah, 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 back, back. Okay, as soon as she backs up, thank you, very nice. And so that's what you want to do. You don't want her crowding that gate. That's okay. she, that's a big no-no. She can't even hover around that gate. Ah, okay. Ah, leave it. So it sounds like we shouldn't even, I mean, like, try to not introduce them anymore. Just, well, like I said, if you, Stella's on a leash. Right. Bring yes. the cat down. Definitely. Yep. Stella's always on a leash, so you've got control of the situation, all right? Right. Because you don't want right. anything that, that bad to happen. Oh, and of so, course not. Yes. And so, in two, that, that cat could get cornered and uh, uh, claw Stella's eye with a claw, and now you got a vet bill. Or the dog could get a good hold, because the problem is, is the dogs, like I'm sure you've seen with squirrels or chipmunks or rabbits, they grab them, and then they, it's called a death shake. You know, they shake it, they oh, yeah. drop it, and then usually they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> and we right. don't want to take that chance. And hopefully more the more that you're, you know, that you do kind of hang out together and she's under control, that maybe eventually she might not be so on you know, you still have yeah. to be cautious, but she's not going to be so on. You just got, you right, just kind of desensitize right. her on just hanging out. Okay. Yeah, and see, I want to try to, I want to be able to lay off Stella a little bit, you uh-huh. know, because she was here for eight years. Right, right. You right. know, I don't want to be hounding her all the time. Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, and so you can put the cat, you know, the cat in a a cat carrier. And let, you know, let the dog sniff her, you know, stuff like that. And uh, so just kind of just try to desensitize her. But like I said, mostly the reason why dogs and the cat dogs don't get along with the cat if they have a high prey drive. They're just waiting for that cat to run and they're on it right now. Right, right. Okay. All right. Well, I think you, Katie. You betcha. Take care, hon. Bye-bye. Yes, I know. We all want to get the, you know get together, but there are some dogs that have never seen cats and could care less about cats. But mm. there again, it comes down to that prey drive. The cat moved, bam, they're on it. And see, Zelda used to be like that too. And uh, the cats were pretty doggone smart. They knew when <laughs> Zelda was out in the agility yard. You know, it's all fenced in. Sure. She would run around in. They do. They would start going through to go like walk through the agility, and all of a sudden they look up, and it's almost like they knew. Oh, oh she's out. <laughs> and then they turn around, and they they get out of there. So it's just kind of crazy. And Zelda, you know, like I said, as long as the cats just hang, mm. Zelda's pretty okay. Yeah, whatever. But boy, if they take off, poof, you know, because she does. She's got a very big high track pay. And all my other dogs. They could care less about cats. Cats could be at dead neck speed. And they're like, oh, look at the cat run. <laughs> yeah, growing up, our pets, like dogs and cats, always got along. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, just certain personalities. Right. And that's the way. Usually, huskies are notorious, and all huskies are notorious. And if they're brought up with a cat, they will usually, they'll be friends. Mm. But if that cat dies and they get another cat, yeah, not so much. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huskies are notorious be cat killers. Oh, okay. And so, anyway. Okay, who's up next? We have Sarah, and her dog is acting very protective, um, kind of won't let other people in the house oh, without barking at them. Well, that's not nice. Okay, hi, Sarah. How you doing? Hi, hi Katie. How are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you, is being so protective? Um, her name's Harper, and she is a 17-month-old boxer. Oh, okay. And so she's kind of skittish. I mean, I think she was a run to the litter, so she's kind of a scaredy cat. Okay. Um, but she's really socialized, and we take her to daycare, and we take her to the dog park but for whatever reason when we have other people come into the house okay. she just it seems like the most mean ferocious dog because she just won't stop barking okay what do you do when she does that um you know i pet her and say it's okay this is you know my mom or this is my dad or these are friends okay um, okay yeah. 
Well, that's not what you should be doing. Okay. <laughs> because what you're doing is you're rewarding that behavior. All right. Okay. You're saying, yeah, yeah. See, dogs don't console each other. All right. People console, humans console, but dogs don't console. All okay. right. So what happens is that he, the dog is scared and thinking, I need to scare these people away because I'm scared of them. And yeah. so then now all of a sudden you start petting them and stroking them. They don't understand your words, but all they okay. know is that when you pet them, they're doing something right. So this must be what I should be doing because mom is petting me. All right. Okay. So you're reinforcing the wrong behavior. Okay. So why don't we got to run to break and then when we come back, we're going to talk more about it. Okay. So don't hang Great, up. Thank you. Okay. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about Smokey, a Yorkie Terrier that is a veteran. I can't wait to look and watch that, that, see that. The yeah, I need to one. check it out, yeah, too. Yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> a couple things here. Well, let's do Smokey first. Smokey. Smokey was a Yorkshire Terrier. She's a veteran. Okay. Or he was a veteran. Uh, let's see. Who served during World War II? It was she. Okay. She was found in a foxhole in New Guinea and adopted by soldiers. He took part. Oh, wow. See, now they said she in one way and now he in another one. So I don't know if it was a he, she or whatever. But, okay. So we're not sure if it's a girl or a boy, but uh, the Smokey could be either or. But I would say more towards a man, wouldn't you? A boy dog. Okay. He took part in a dozen missions and over 150 air raids. Okay. Here again. Now she warned the soldiers of incoming artillery with her doggy hearing. She even pulled a telegraph wire through 70 feet of pipe, saving soldiers time and saving lives by getting communications up quickly. She lived to be 14 years old. Wow. So now we're not sure it was a he, a she, whatever type thing. But but thank I, you, Smokey. There you go. You got it, Smokey. Also, remember, uh, next uh, Sunday, I'm going to be live out at Pet Evolution in Arden Hills, uh, 3 to 4. I will be there for answer your questions, say hi, or if you want to have a picture with me or whatever type thing. And then uh, from 4 to 6, we'll be doing my show live. So come in and sit down. We got some chairs for you. And then Alexis Thompson is going to be there, the pet psychic of Shoreview with, <laughs> uh, with her tarot card. So I keep bring your dogs if you want. Make sure they're new friendly and on a leash not a retractable leash just a regular leash all right uh that's the main name it gave you that also one thing that i want to get out is nutrisource released a a statement you know with this uh whole thing about grain-free pets pet foods might you know cause uh, cardiomyopathy okay and one thing that like they mentioned in here is that on july 12 2018 the united states food and drug administration fda issued a press release to share that they were studying a potential link between dcm and grain-free foods you know diet dialectic cardiomyopathy in dogs, okay? This notification also mentioned reports of atypical cases in breeds not typically predisposed to the condition. At the time of their press release, the FDA shared that they would be reaching out to pet food manufacturers. They, them, uh, Nutrisource, had not been contacted as of October 16, 2018. And it has been reported there's approximately 200 cases nationwide in the FDA study. Okay, and the canine DC is a disease of of the heart muscle and can result in a large heart. The underlying cause of DCM has not been identified, but certain breeds are known to be genetically predisposed, with many of them falling into the category of large breeds, you know, like Great Danes, you know, Newfoundlands and such like that. But the biggest thing is that although the FDA has not indicated there is uh, a, a, there is 
has not indicated that there is a casual relationship between diet and DCM. The uh, Nutrisource will continue to address the issue proactively to make sure we, they are doing what is the best for our pets. And they treat the issue of canine um, DCM very seriously and take great care to make sure all of the pet foods and diet diets comply with the guidelines and recommendations set forth by the FDA and the Association of Feed Control Officers, which is AFCO, which we talked about earlier, yep. that they're the ones that send, set right. the standards. And other experts in the pet nutrition. In addition, Nutrisource has taken the step to add supplemental terrain above the natural occurring levels as a safeguard until the science studies are complete. And so once again, people don't hit the panic button about, you know, grain-free foods are causing your dogs to have heart murmurs and stuff like that. Okay, what you just got to do, that's why you've got to rotate your diet. You don't feed a total grain-free. You don't to- feed a total non-grain-free. You know, you mix it all and it, you'll have a healthier pet, okay? All right, so let's go back to Sarah. Okay, Sarah, are you there? Yep. Okay. Okay, so now the, the big thing with that is that now when people come to the door, First of all, how often do you go to like doggy playgroups and dog parks? Um, she goes to daycare twice a week, and then we're at the dog park, Unleashed Dog Park, at least um, every day on the weekend. Okay. Um, I would say back off on all that. And the reason is what you want her to do is establish a better relationship with humans, not dogs. Dogs okay. have spent too much time together playing. All of a sudden, dogs are more priority priority in their life and not humans, all right? And you've okay. got to show her that how humans could be beneficiary, you know, that, that humans are cool, all right? And so you, what you got to do is you got to work on her uh, confidence building with interaction with humans. Now, let's say when somebody comes over to your house, okay, let's say you set, you're going to set her up, like let's say somebody's coming over at 7 o'clock, all right? Okay. So then what you're going to do is you got you got her on a leash. Now, have, have you ever taken a obedience classes at all yep we have okay now do you have you ever used an obedience i mean a training collar at all no okay like what what so what did you do in obedience class you didn't have a training collar no so oh. huh. i don't know we just um it was like when she was really a, a baby puppy okay because that's what i would do too she needs confidence building here huge huge confidence building all right and so that she's okay. not such a nervous nelly so i would strongly suggest you know uh, an obedience class so that you can get into a beat of literally working her because right now it just sounds like you know yeah you run her but you don't work her you don't introduce her to what life is you know to the people and so that's okay. what i want you to do is get build her confidence you know through teaching tricks to introducing people so okay now uh, uh, a training collar i would strongly recommend for her how many pounds is she? Um, she's about 45 or 50. Okay, I would go, it's called a Star Mark Collar. Star, S-T-A. Star Mark Collar. Yep, and you can get it on, you know, Amazon. Okay, okay, and it's a plastic collar with little pyramids in it. What it does is it pokes the dog. And what you want to do, it doesn't pinch, it pokes. It's like if I want your attention, I poke you. And if you don't give it okay. to me, I poke you harder. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what you got to get her attention so that she'll turn to me and look to you for direction. All right? Okay. Okay, so now it should slide on, off uh, real easy. You don't want it snug. You know, the when you, if you read the back, it says, you know, fit it snugly. Wrong. Any training collar, any training collar that is used for a dog, if they are thinking and part of their reward is there is no collar pressure, okay? okay. So they have an, uh, they can either mess up and then there's a collar pressure, they get the correction, or they can be thinking and there's no collar pressure, all right? Okay. So now somebody knock, so knock. kind of loose? What? Should it be loose then? Well, you can, for you can slide it over her head and slide it off, yeah. Okay. Okay. So now uh, hook your leash onto it. Okay, says so somebody's coming over at 7 o'clock. Okay, well, she's going to bark, bark, roof, roof, somebody's at the door, correct? 
Yep. Okay, then what you gotta have a quiet word. Once you see who it is and you and you're okay with the person at the door, then you turn to her and give the quiet word. Hey, quiet. And if she doesn't quiet, take a hair mister, a plant mister, set it on stream, and blast her in the face. Hey, quiet. And as soon as she quiets, just call me, say thank you. Don't say good girl. That gets her all, all into a, a dither. Just call me, say thank you. Ign- acknowledge her good behavior. Okay, okay. then now you're going to be facing east and west if your company's coming in north and south. In other okay. words, people walk past you. They don't walk into you. Okay? So now the person's coming into the door, and if she starts to bark, uh-uh, and you want the collar loose, because if she tries to jump out at him, you bump the leash, uh-uh, and flick it with your wrist. Hey, sit. We want her to sit and watch the people go by. And okay. so and then, until everybody just walk on by, don't look at her, don't touch her, don't do anything, just walk on by. Go so sit should my back be facing away from the guest? I should be no, looking no, at no, her? No, 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 no. You and the dog are facing the same direction. Okay, Okay. you're facing east and west if uh, the company's coming in north and south. You know, you want them to walk past you. So you you and the dog are facing the same direction. Okay, Okay. and they're just walking right past you, okay? And so then keep the collar loose. Don't restrain her. Don't hold her in position. If she tries to jump out, uh uh-uh, wrong. You know, sit. Thank you. Very nice. And then, like I say, if she starts to bark, have your your, uh, plant mister or hair mister filled with water sit on stream, blast her. Uh Uh-uh, quiet. Okay, then and be calm. Don't start screaming and yelling. All right. Okay. And so then, uh, everybody, she come. They come in. Okay, let's say we're sitting in the kitchen. So then you're gonna go sit in the kitchen and then pull your chair away so that she can get used to the sounds and uh, the smells of the people that just come over. Okay. And so then eventually, what you're after is what she kind of calms down. Then what you're gonna do is let go of the leash and then just let her go. Say how do if she won't let her. Don't let anybody go to her. She's got to go to the people. All right. Okay. And so then by teaching tricks, like getting that 10 minute dog training game uh, book by Sundance and by doing, you know, like I say, I would strongly suggest get into a, an obedience class because you guys need to work on teamwork here. And she's got to learn to look to people for direction and not be scared of them outside of their pack. Right. Okay? I mean, she listens to my husband and me, but that's about it. Yep. And so that's what I mean. But you got to get her. So and then, like I said, that's going to take, uh, the, you know, if you want to take her once in a while and do the whatever, you're better off to find family, friends or co-workers that you get together and have play dates where you can visit and then hopefully she can visit with that person that you know that is there with their dog you know so that's what we because we've got to get introduced her to humans that humans are cool that you know people come over and flip her a treat hey how you doing buddy you know flip her a treat hey not try to pet her uh we're running out of time here so if you want to give me a collar up at katie's canine I can continue this, <laughs> okay? okay. So because like I say, par- pardon? Yeah, you can email me. Yeah, just go to mytalk1071.com, go to my show page, and it says okay. Katie Canine Obedience School. Click on that, and then you can uh, send me an email, okay? So it's Sundance is the, the Sundance, book, and then... No, the, that's an author. It's it's called 10-Minute Dog Training Games. Okay. Okay, by and Sundance. And then the leash is called Star... Mark. That's not the Star leash, Mark. that's a collar. Okay. That's a collar. Yes. Okay. Okay, so give me a holler and we'll go from here. Okay, folks, thank you so much for listening. Remember, Arden Hills, Pet Evolution, next Sunday live. Me and Alexis, please be there. And hopefully you'll have a great week. Keep everybody safe. Stay off those ponds. They're starting to freeze. We don't want anybody to go in, your dog or you. So keep dogs on the leash. So thank you, Hope, for being here as usual. I thank you so much for taking time out of your busy life coming here. So you all take care. Don't hide those dogs. Train them. Happy trip.